Welcome to the Beauty is Pain podcast with Autumn and Jennifer, sharing our experiences as licensed professionals in the beauty industry. Hey guys, this is Autumn. And this is Jennifer. And this is the Beauty is Pain podcast. Um, And here we're going to talk about um, how we started. Um, Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, you could go first, actually. Uh, okay. Um, so, um, okay, so I guess mine kind of starts in a, in an odd position. I don't know. It's just weird, I guess. But, so, whenever I started, um, I was in school at the time. I was going to El Centro, um, and I was doing community college, and, um, I was already in my like third year of school and I still didn't know like exactly what I wanted to do. Um I was just like really unhappy and um uh my first major was nursing and then I switched to sonogram and then I switched to baking and pastry. So kind of like a whole like just different stuff, but I guess you know, a lot of it was I didn't really know, like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and so I, I definitely say now that, you know, I never regret going through like, like school and stuff like that, because I did learn, like all the things I didn't necessarily love. Um, so, and you really don't know what you don't like until you try it. So, um, there came a point in time when um, I came home, you know, I mean, Autumn were living together at the time. And Autumn, basically, um, I was talking to her about how I was really unhappy and how I hated, like, school. And I was just ready to drop out. And I used to be one of those people that was, like, I hated whenever people would say that school isn't for them. Um, I just thought it was, like, something that people say because they just don't feel like it. But once I was in school, I was like, oh, no, like, this definitely isn't for everyone. And honestly, nowadays, you don't even need to have a degree to be or do something, you know. Um, so, yeah, there came a point in time when I came home and I was just like, you know, I hate my life. I'm really unhappy. Um, and I just, like, don't know what to do anymore, you know. Um, and then Autumn was like, well, why don't you try being an esthetician, you know? And at the time, you know, and she'll tell you more about her story, but at the time she was, um, you know, going to school and stuff too. And so I had already toured the school with her because I had toured it whenever she initially wanted to go there. So I toured it. Um, I went to Salon Boutique Academy in Addison, Texas. Um, I really do think it's an amazing school. Um, because I learned so much and I think that I was definitely at an advantage going to that school compared to a lot of the people that I was working with in the industry. Um, so, but I'll talk more about that later. Um, and so, yeah, basically, um, I went, I toured the school and honestly, I didn't ever think that I would have like have been an esthetician. That was probably the last thing on my mind. And I think a lot of um a lot of my, you know, being in school and like doing all these different things was just because I was trying to make other people happy and I wasn't necessarily trying to um I I don't know, like I really wasn't I guess happy um what am I trying to say? I guess I really wasn't like ever thinking about myself and what I wanted you know I really was thinking about what other people wanted me to do and what other people expected of me and you know um I feel like this is a good thing to talk about because a lot of us do things because our parents Mm -hmm. or because like um you know they want a stable job for you or they expect you to be a certain way because that's the way that they are and at the end of the day All I'm going to say is fuck what everyone else thinks, okay? (laughs) You need to do whatever makes you happy and whatever makes you want to succeed. Like, you, whenever you find something that you truly love to do, it's like a fire in your stomach, like, all the time. And, you know, you want, you crave 
learning because you enjoy what you're doing because you're passionate about it and it's like whenever you know whenever I was in school I never picked up a textbook for fun like you know I did whenever I was like studying in esthetician school because I was interested in everything I was reading but you know before I never picked up a textbook I never actually wanted to do homework or wanted to do those things but you know like aesthetic school like really changed the way that I looked at life honestly because you know, at that point in my life, I was just, you know, and I grew up in like a very like, I don't want to be like this, but being real, a negative environment. Okay. And um, like, a lot of it is, you know, that you have to at some point, you have to start thinking for yourself. And you have to stop, you know, being swayed a certain way because of, you know, what other people think, you know. Um, And so, Anyways, so basically, um, after that, I decided to go to school and I loved every second of it. Um, I loved learning. I loved being in class and I truly, um, did find my passion, you know, um, and I'm glad that Autumn, you know, pushed me to go to school because honestly, if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have done it ever. I wouldn't have ever expected myself to be, you know, where I am today, but, um, it's definitely not something that I expected to have done or like ever really thought about it you know it was just kind of like it happened and um it really did make me think differently about you know life and just like being being happy is super possible you know but you just have to do things that you truly want to do that truly make you happy and truly make you a better person because at the end of the day it's about growing and then it's about you know just being you and you can't be you when other people are telling you what to do, you know? So I guess that's like basically the intro to like the way I basically got into it. But yeah, so I guess I'll let Autumn kind of, you know, tell you her part, her first part of the story. Um, No, and I definitely agree with what Jennifer said about um, taking the leap of faith and just doing what you want to do um, and not thinking what other people have to say, especially like with my story. Um it was very rocky so a little about a little bit of a background um i was in high school cosmetology obviously i didn't graduate with my license could have but i didn't um high school cosmetology was definitely different but we'll definitely talk about school um yeah after i talk about my story but um i didn't graduate with my license um and i was always in the mindset of going to college like you know it was yeah. You know, everyone in high school always pushed you, like, you need to go to college, you need to apply for college, like, yeah. da 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 but they don't ever talk about how you're going to pay for college is the question. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I do agree with Jennifer, college is not for everyone, um, and don't let anyone ever tell you that you have to go to college, because yeah. you don't have to. Um, coming from a family who didn't, um, you know, we did have high school graduates, but we just didn't have anyone who went to college. Um, I felt very pressured to really be that one person to be like, all right, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get my degree. Cool. Um, But sadly, it just wasn't for me. It just personally wasn't. Um, So how I got to go back to school. So I did a year of community college um, and I hated it. (laughs) Um, Then at that point, after my second semester, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I didn't know if I wanted to go back to school to do hair. I didn't know if I wanted to go back to school in general. And at the time, I was also working full-time at a job that I thought I was going to work at forever. Yeah. Um, But um, what really pushed me to go to school um, was, um, honestly, how can I say it? Um... Honestly, my friends and my family, um, I was going through a tough time when I decided to go to school. Um, I got out of a really bad relationship. And um, honestly, that person really kept me from really trying to go back to school to do hair, what I really truly wanted to do. Um, And I don't know, one day I was talking to Jennifer and I was telling her, like, I think I'm going to go back to school. Like, I just think it's my calling. It's what I want to do. So, um, we definitely, she actually came with me to a couple of tours. So, um, we toured a couple of places and if that's something you guys want us to talk about, um, we could definitely talk about that too. Yeah. Um, because, um, like Like how you select a school. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, and especially we're in Dallas, well, we're in Texas, Dallas, Texas. Um, 
Um, so yeah, so then we, you came with me to Salon Petite Academy and honestly fell in love instantly. Um, and, um, yeah, and I love the school. Uh, like I said, we'll talk about it later and yeah, and I've got my license there. Um, but also I was also working, um, full time as well. So, um, it was, I had a busy life. I would go to work full time, 40 hours a week, and then I would do school part time. And it was kind of very stressful. Yeah. Um, I would hardly ever see Jennifer when I would come home. Um, <laughs> I would only see her like for two hours and then we're hitting the, going to sleep. Yeah. Um, it was very busy. It was very, um, hectic, hectic but I loved it. I honestly wouldn't have done it any different. Um, Sadly, I didn't do my career right after um, school. I decided that I wanted to stay at my uh, full-time job, um, which was retail. I worked at retail for five years. Um, It wasn't until recently I got laid off. um, And honestly, I see that as a sign that I had to take the leap of faith and do something that I want to do. And I waited and I waited and um, I finally had the courage to open up my own place um and i'm also assisting as well um which we could definitely talk about in a different podcast about assisting it's a whole different ball game um and she'll have more like insight for you guys on like working for someone else because i really didn't get that much of like working for other people but i will tell you my experience and what i think about (laughs) working for other people for sure yeah and um you know and everyone doesn't have the same path and i definitely agree yeah people you know there's some people who want to do salons and there's some people who wanted to just do their own suite like you know this industry there's a lot lots of options yeah there's you don't have to work for someone but you also don't have to work in a suite if you don't want to or you could booth rent and there's just so many things that you could do yeah Yeah. and so um but yeah i think that's pretty much did i believe anything about my story i feel like but like, you know me better than I know myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's pretty much, the like, the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. We could definitely talk about school. Yeah. Um, so, uh, my experience with school was, um, I honestly love school. Um, it's super fun. It's, um, hands-on, a lot of hands-on. And, you know, like I said earlier, like, um. Uh, I really think that the school I went to put me at uh, an advantage uh, when I started working in the industry because I noticed that a lot of estheticians, like, don't really get that great of training um, in their school. Like, a lot of estheticians, you know, like, don't know how to do a lot of things or, you know, they only teach you how to just do a fluff facial, you know, and, and... And, you know, if you want to be that type of esthetician that, like, does the fluff facial and, you know, it's really just about pampering and relaxing, then that's cool, you know. But me personally, I like change. Like, I think that if we're getting a facial, it should be because we're trying to change the skin, you know. We're trying to get a result out of it. So, um, you know, a lot of schools don't teach you a lot about skin, you know, and it, you really have to have a really good base knowledge of you know the 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 skin histology and stuff like that because it's just so complex there's so much that goes on and so I really feel like I was prepared when I left a uh, school into the field like I kind of you know not that I know everything you know but I do feel like I knew a lot like I was at an advantage at least you know and you know just always um refreshing your mind too like reading your textbook even after you finish school you know um listening to like um podcasts or you know youtube and listening to dermatologists talk and things like that um you know that's and we'll talk about extensive training later too in a different uh podcast or a different show or episode but (laughs) whatever um (laughs) But, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed my school experience, you know, obviously being um, in a room with a lot of girls um, always comes with some type of something. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, it was always a really good time and we always motivated each other and we were always very supportive of each other. Um, You know, there was always like one or two people that, you know, 
didn't really care, I guess. Um, but in my opinion, if you're going to school to be an esthetician or a cosmetologist or whatever, like, mm-hmm. you're putting in a lot of time, money, and effort. And, like, you yeah. might as well just actually listen and actually pay attention to the class because at the end of the day, it's only hurting yourself, you know, because you're not going to retain that information, you know, and it's, like, valuable information that you need when you're in the industry. So, um but yeah, I honestly had a really great experience with school. Um, I loved it. It was a lot of hands-on training. Um, we sometimes took clients um, when we would have walking clients or like people would book appointments and stuff like that. Um, and I really like that because that gives you a lot of, you know, real life experience because, you know, being um, being in this industry, like you need to have like real life experience to actually understand how things work because not everyone's the same. And, you know, I'm sure it's the same with hair too. Like, you just you have so many different people and everyone's everyone's so different and unique mm-hmm. in their own way yeah. and so it's like you know also it's mentally draining because <laughs> you're talking to so many people you know but anyways I got sidetracked um but <laughs> but point is you know I had a really good experience with school I think school was great and um I would definitely recommend it you know but yeah at least um I really enjoyed the school I went to so but yeah, my experience with school um, is a little different. Um, don't get me wrong. I really loved it. I loved everyone there. I loved my instructor. I loved the girls I was with um, in class. Um, but in our industry, and especially when you start school, you'll start with a full class and then you'll start seeing people just yeah. drop. Yeah. Drop and drop and drop. And honestly, I understand things. Things happen. Yeah. You know, um, so a little bit of a little um, background. So our school has like a full-time and then they also have a part-time program. Yeah. Jennifer actually had to manage to do the full-time one. Yeah. Um, so she went to school Monday through Thursday, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. And Monday then I also Thursday. worked. So I yeah, and she also working. worked. Um, I ended up doing the part-time one. So I only went Tuesday through Thursday. From 4.30 to 10 p.m. Um, and I could say that's a different vibe at night. Um, at night, you could definitely see a lot of the people who came from work. A lot of moms, um, a lot of parents. Um, you know, obviously because, you know, it's it's a part-time program. And it's there yeah. to help people who can't come during the day. Um, so my class wasn't big. So my starting class was like maybe less than eight people. Um, but then started knocking down. So it ended up just being four of us. (laughs) Yes. Um, also with the part-time program, um, it was two years. Um, I had the advantage of already having hours from high school. So I didn't have to complete two years, but I was there, um, for a year and a couple months. Um, Obviously, because, you know, I did miss a couple of days. And stuff yeah. happens. It's t- definitely life. Um, but most of the girls that I had in my class, um, they had to do the full two years, um, which has was a lot. Yeah. Which is a lot. So really big commitment. Um, you could, I mean, uh, depending on whoever school you go to, you could definitely change it whenever. Um, but my school, um, I always recommend um, people who already have hours to use those hours and just to go to a school who wear they'll just charge you for the hours that you need, um, which I was so grateful that Salon Boutique did offer that. Um, very good school. Um, the ed- education I got, um, honestly, I feel like, so I feel like the esthetician program was a lot different. The instructor yeah. was way more educated. Um, I'm not saying my educator wasn't educated. Um, she was great, honestly, probably the best instructor I've had versus the one from high school. High school cosmology, honestly, they're just wanting you to pass the test. That's really it. Um, And actual school, it was, um, you know, teaching us different things. Um, We were there longer, and we had to make more hours. I don't know what it is now. I think it's like 1,000 hours now that you have to complete. Mine was 1,500 hours, so... um, we We just had a lot more to cover in just short period of time, you know? Um... Also, I also feel like the part-time, you know, everyone was so tired all the time. Yeah. I mean, it was great. It was a good, positive energy. Like, you know, everyone was really hyping each other up when we would have clients and stuff. But I do think um, 
it does get tired some like after like people showing up after work and stuff like you're tired you know yeah. um so the vibe was definitely different um versus the full like the daytime kids or the daytime people yeah um but i feel like hair school is the same everywhere um i've talked to a couple of um licensed cosmetologists um personally some that are my friends and that have gone to different schools like Paul Mitchell and Tony and Guide and Aveda. Um, they've told me that it's pretty much the same. Um, you know, the same information, you know, not learn everything. Hair is definitely a lot harder, I feel like, um, because you don't know. They do not teach you everything in school. Yeah. And a lot of it is self-taught and you have to teach yourself outside of school. And training. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I invested in a couple classes and were very, very expensive. Um, but that's what you have to do. You have to invest in time for you to continue your education outside of school. Exactly. You, they will not teach you everything in school. Um, and I think a lot of people don't understand that. It's like, yeah, like you you're have not to learning keep, everything, yeah. you know, but you have to keep growing. Yeah. But you also have to go outside from there and, um, take classes like the light, the world is is always going like yeah. there's trends always yes. changing yeah and there's, being in the field yeah. you have to be like on top of it yeah like, you need to know everything like yeah you know believe it or not chunky highlights are back in which is so crazy because you know <laughs> i obviously think they're hideous but you know they're back in you know and like you know you have to keep on the trends um to mark yourself really good but um overall i think my school experience i loved it i loved the people i was with um, but I think in the hair industry, especially like, you know, licensed cosmetologists, especially people who are only dealing with hair, um, it's a little bit harder and it is very more self-taught, um, outside from school. Yeah. So. I mean, I would say it's the same with skin too, you know, because like I said, like not everyone's the same and, you know, you have to get that real life experience to like, you have to have clients, you have to have appointments and people and you have mm-hmm. to see different skin. In order to really learn, because, you know, like, I mean, I'm still learning. I learn something new every day, and that's how it should be. Like, that's how it should be in the field, because, you know, you want to keep evolving, and you want to keep being better, and, you know, sometimes my client asks me about a certain service, you know, and I have to know, you know, I have to be prepared. Like, I have to know what's new, what's in, what I should carry, and we'll talk, we'll talk about retail maybe and stuff like that later, but, you know, just, like, things that you want to have and like why and like you know how to select what to have in your space or whatever you know and maybe you're like working for a salon or something like that and you know basically just you have to have you have to have that real world experience you have Mm -hmm. to have clients in order to like learn that's just how it is you know um you're not just yes you're gonna learn by you know reading your textbook and investing in classes but like in reality, if you're not touching skin, if you're not doing these things, then you're not going to actually learn. Um, you know, I get surprised all the time in my treatment room, you know, whenever I have certain clients that may, you know, have certain reactions to certain products or things like that. And those are things that you have to know how to control. You know, you're in a controlled environment in your treatment room and you should be able to, as a trained professional, you should know how to you know, correct those things as they're happening or how to stop them, you know. Um, so, yeah. Um, which I definitely agree. Um, I feel like it goes the same th- way for um, for the hair industry um, and um, knowing what to do. Um, I We could definitely talk about it in a different episode about the um, apprentice program that I'm in. Um, Cause it is a lot and it is something that I do appreciate because I love to learn more. Um, and jug- juggling too has been a kind of a hassle. Um, but, um, it's definitely doable. So, um, so what should we talk about next? Um, I guess what it's like being in the industry. Um, I actually, okay. And I'll say this personally, um, I actually really do like being in the beauty industry. I'm not going to lie, though. At first, I was very scared. Yeah. I was terrified. I was like, dude, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And if you're not scared, it might just be that you're young and you're just like, fuck it. But 
most of the time you have to be scared like yeah. you have to feel that fear yeah and honestly my best advice is you know if you have the support from your family and you have the support from your friends like you know go for it honestly even you if you don't, don't. Yeah. yeah you can always go for it um you be your number one supporter yeah because like i said at the end of the day you know it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks what yeah. matters is what you think mm-hmm. um so anything for you um well i honestly love being an esthetician like i could not be happier in my career like in my field and you know like i said earlier like i never expected to um you know be where i am today but i think that you know i'm really happy that i went through all the other things that i didn't like to realize what i did really love um because i wouldn't have been you know in this position now if i wouldn't have tried all the things i hated you know <laughs> so um i love being in the industry i think it's great i mean also you know there's a lot of shady stuff that goes on behind the scenes you know <laughs> and just just a lot of stuff a handful of stuff <laughs> yeah so you know like you also have to be prepared for you know what i so like l- let me say this so if you're in the industry, you need to support the women around you. Like I agree. for one. Okay. Yes. You can't do it all by yourself. And you're you know, you're no one is the best. No one is the best. Okay. Um, and you have to kind of put yourself you have to humble yourself, okay? Yes, I agree. Because you can't just walk around thinking you're hot shit all the time. Yep. Okay. And in reality, like, you know, it's like whenever um whenever people like notice me it's like i'm such a small page such a small business and i feel like i make such a small impact you know but in reality people like want to know you know they which is also why we're making this podcast because you know we want to tell you our secrets like we're not just trying to hide everything um you know and you really want to support other people in the industry because you know they're not yes like yes and no at competition you know because at the end of the day we're kind of all competing you know like who um who has the better video or who has like better infographics or whatever you know because you're because at the end of the day like what makes you different you know Uh um everyone can make infographics everyone makes infographics but what makes yours better yeah you know or what makes your page interesting um and like we said we'll talk about social media later but you know um but in a way it's not a competition you know because you still want to support the people around you because you know you don't know it all (laughs) sometimes you need that guidance you know you need that help from other people in the industry and no one's gonna want to support you if you're being an asshole like let's be real yeah no and i definitely agree with that i've personally seen yeah yeah (laughs) Me, we both have. Yeah, me and Jennifer both have seen some shady stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe we could talk about it in a podcast one day. Um, yeah. I feel like this podcast is very open, and I feel like, you know. Yeah, we're just talking about, yeah. like, we might change names, but we're we're just going to speak truth. Yeah, right? but if the shoe fits, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but let's definitely talk about what we do. Um, so, I do mostly hair. Um, I do like color cuts, um, um, shampoos, blowouts, stuff like that. Um, I'm more on the hair side, um, versus more, um, on like the SD side. Um, I, with my license, I could do both. Um, but I decide, you know, hair is just more of my thing. Um, I am also in an assistant program right now to where it's teaching me a lot of things and, um, and I really like it, and I love that, um, you know, I do, they, that I'm learning as I go, and I feel a lot more comfortable about being behind a chair, because I'm telling you, it is very nerve-wracking sometimes, but you yeah. cannot be scared, yeah. you cannot be scared, and honestly, starting this assistant program really, really taught me that, and give me the confidence to know that I could, like, I could fucking do this, and my best friend has also pushed me to know that I could also do this too, and, you know, it's helped me a lot from where I've come from, obviously, because, you know, 
Yeah. Had a rough start. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, so what do you do, Jennifer? <laughs> <laughs> so I am full-time business owner, basically. Um, so all I do is, um, work solo. So I'm a solo SD. I have my own practice. So well, not, not necessarily practice, I guess, but I have my own suite. Um, my business name is Angel Hortz Beauty, if you didn't catch that yet. Um, and basically, um, you know, I... Uh, I started out, uh, working for someone at the very beginning, um, and it was a good, like, experience for sure, um, but, and, you know, we'll talk about this in a different episode, but just to get more into, like, detail about it and stuff like that and what it's like working for other people, but I did work for someone else, um, and I will tell you that I was poor all the time, (laughs) and I had to make ends meet somehow some way somehow so at the end of the day um it was about feeding myself and you know working in the industry because I really like I thought coming out of school I was gonna have a job like you know I really did like (laughs) I feel like everyone thinks that too yeah yeah and it's honestly hard because people want experience still yeah even whenever you you know get your degree or whatever um and you're struggling to find a job because everyone wants experience is the same thing in the beauty industry so people still want experienced um professionals and you know um my goal whenever i left school was to like work in a plastic surgeon office didn't know how hard it was going to be to actually get there (laughs) or like how to even get there but um i ended up working for a friend who like um i found uh it was a long time friend and I ended up finding her again and ironically she's an esthetician as well and she has her own spa so I started working with her um and you know not saying that I didn't like it but I will also say that like I had different ways of doing things you know and like we all get taught a different way you know but um not saying that if you do it a different way it's wrong but I'm just saying that like I was already comfortable doing things the way that I wanted to yeah and um so yeah so I ended up working there and then um in uh I ended up getting another job where I was working at a massage and chiropractic place so eventually I started working at a massage and chiropractic place and I was their only esthetician um the esthetician they had went on maternity leave and never came back oh wow and uh, (laughs) yeah and I definitely see why she didn't come back because same here, honey. Um, so I worked there for a little bit and um, I, like I said earlier, I'm the type of esthetician that I really care about result. Like that is my main goal is result. So I really didn't like the products they were using. It was a really cheap place. Like they didn't like to spend money on products Um it was like it kind of became an issue and kind of annoying when they didn't want me to wear gloves anymore and I was super used to wearing gloves during my facials because it just makes me feel more comfortable and now my practices have changed a little bit but um and it's something that you know you really just as you go you learn what you like to do the best or the way that you like to do things you know a certain way or whatever but um you know they didn't want to buy me gloves anymore and I was like what the fuck I'm going to Target every day and buying like a box of gloves because they don't want to supply me gloves you know and so it was just kind of annoying and I hated that and you know it was like a problem whenever I had to order products and like basically it was like the same facial for everyone and like that's not skincare is so like personal like it's so every individual product is so personal to you which is why like my facials aren't like one facial is like the same product for every single person like no because everyone's skin is different like even whenever I do double cleanse like cleanser is one of the uh one of the places that you can go uh wrong really fast like um you know you can end up ruining your skin or whatever Mm -hmm. because you're using the wrong cleanser for your skin type so you know just with that being said like I just wasn't really like liking the way they were doing things and so um and also they weren't paying me what they said they were gonna pay me so (laughs) yeah but um yeah basically you know you come out the industry real talk 
making like seven eight dollars an hour yes like I agree. real talk yeah and you know and honestly no one can live off of that shit like no one okay <laughs> that's just ridiculous um which is why at the end of it i just ended up working for myself because i was like well you know i'm not making money and i'm spending a lot of time here and most of the time you know um i didn't have clients like sometimes i had two three maybe four clients a day if it was a busy day but it was so boring like i hated my job because i was doing the same exact thing on every single person and it was just so unpersonal like i don't know i just hated it and all the bitches that went there were like (laughs) stuck up and rude and obviously you have to deal with that shit but whenever you're like working by yourself if so i'm waiting for the day someone tries me because honey i will kick you out no but um but you know you don't have to deal with that shit whenever you like work for yourself you know you find you see the value in yourself and you have to you know sometimes the client isn't always right or the customer, you know, whatever. Um, sometimes they're wrong, and you work there, so you know better. Yeah, <laughs> but you I know, definitely agree. So, yeah, that's basically like what it was like for me. You know, like that's kind of like my little like steps. Yeah. And honestly, I I wish that I would have done it a smidge different, but I only you know jumped into working into my own suite because. I wasn't making money and I was frustrated not making money because I had already been so broke during school, like, um, you know, trying to like, because I was also living by myself, you know, so I was paying for my rent and my bills and stuff like that. And also school, which was like 12,000 or something like that. And so, you know, like I was paying for that out of pocket and then I was working like only a certain amount of hours because I was like we're basically going to school full time you know all day every day basically um so i only worked a select amount of days and a select amount of hours and i had to make enough money during those days and hours to to make it work you know um and i was also a server at the time so you know if you've ever been a server you know the struggle you know the struggle so i was really i i honestly was a server for like uh six years or so so i've been in the customer service industry for a long time and um i will say that it kicks your ass okay mm-hmm. and at a certain point you get tired of dealing <laughs> with all that crap yeah, so i definitely agree yeah yeah so yeah no it's a lot and um a little bit of a of a bad thing i don't know if you mentioned but you remember you used to take clients at home Oh yeah, I did for a little bit. Um, yeah, so I think right before you got your the the suite at, yeah. at floors, no? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, so basically, I ended up running out a suite first um, at the the first place I was working at, um, and I was working at at the massage place while I was working there, and uh, I just like from one day to another, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna rent this room. Like it was a really inexpensive room. I paid one twenty five a week for that room, and but it was so tiny, y'all. Like so so tiny. 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 Only only the OGs were yes. remember. <laughs> yes, I mean we went through we went through it in that room. Like I was so frustrated all the time because I would always bump into s- stuff on the walls and. Um, the walls there were like a little bit not that great, so like my yeah, stuff would janky, fall. Yeah, yeah, my stuff would <laughs> fall off the wall. It was so annoying, but you got to start somewhere. And um, you know, I'm glad that I started there actually because you know I got like a little taste of it before I started paying like my two oh five a week that I pay now. Yeah. So and I'm just saying that because I want you guys to know. And obviously, this is in Texas in like the DFW area, so I don't know what it's like in different states. But from what I've heard um, in other podcasts and things like that, um, it's kind of about the same. And also depending on what area you're in, you know, because obviously you're going to pay more per area. I've seen up to like $300 a week in rent um, here in like the DFW area. So, you know, uh, closer to like um, uh, uh, Northeast Dallas, I guess. Um, But basically, yeah, like, you know, uh, real life is that, you know you're paying you're paying for this room and it's kind of scary because you're like how about if i don't have a client this week you know yeah. how about if i can't make enough money like 
um you know and whenever i started in my little suite my facials were 40 bucks ma'am 50 bucks 60 bucks you know and now my facials are 120 130 you know and we've built our way up there but um i will say that you know the the clients that you have now as a starting out you know uh entrepreneur or whatever cosmetologist whatever like they're not going to be with you the whole time not all of them you know and don't expect that because in reality the first and same with like the clients the people that go to the school you know and they get um and they get treatments done. They're not going to follow you. Yeah. They like cheap treatments. Yeah. They like to pay $20 for their facial and go on about their life, okay? So you have to know the value in yourself. And, you know, um, it's okay if you have to start out doing $50 facials. You mm-hmm. know, it is what it is. But you also have to make profit, you know. And you also want to make clientele, you know. And that's why I'm saying that not all of them are going to stick with you and that's okay like it's fine um you don't want those type of clients anyways not saying there's anything wrong with groupon but you don't want no groupon clients you know yeah um know your worth know your value and don't settle for anything less because you worked really hard to get where you are and you know you shouldn't let anyone else cheap your price down if you know what you're worth so yes i agree yeah yeah and um there's been times where me and um Jennifer talked about, you know, like, her pricing and stuff like that, you know. And, honestly, Instagram's helped me a lot, like, doing that and stuff, which we could definitely talk about in a... We could talk about pricing and clients and stuff like that. You know, this episode is mainly just talking about, you know, what we do, you know, what we... um, What we do in this industry and how we start off, you know? Yeah. Like, for me, I... You know, I haven't really fully had started off yet, you know. Um, I don't know if I've already said it, but, you know, obviously I worked full-time at a job, um, a retail job for five years. I had such a hard time letting it go, you yeah. know. There'll be times, like, you can even, you know, Jennifer's here to even vouch for me. Like, there's been times where, like, I'll go home crying because I don't want to work at that job anymore, you know. And, and it's stability, you know, it's yeah. because you're comfortable. It's so comfortable. You know, at the time, I was living with Jennifer, um, you know, and, you know, I had to pay for my bills, you know, uh, which we could definitely talk in another um, episode about how bills and how um, Autumn had messed up her credit. <laughs> but that's a whole other bug story. Like, you know, that's a whole other thing. Um, but... Um, but, yeah, so, like, for me, it was a hard time getting into the industry. Like, you know, after high, um, after school, like, um, it was hard. You know, I got my license, but I was still working at my job, which I can't disclose names because, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a whole, I, that's a story, which I'll tell you of February of next year. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, but it, whoever knows me knows that I've worked at that place for five years. And, like, um, and it honestly was a shitty fucking job. Like, yeah, so stressful for no fucking reason just to lay me off at the end, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but once they laid me off, it was a wide-ass eye-opening for me. Like, it was, like, damn, like, what am I fucking going to do now, you know? Yeah. And it really made me have that push to be, like, you know, fuck it. Like, I'm going to do it, you know? Like, I'm going to open my suite. And and then, occasionally, at the same time, I actually got this job at this um, place to assist for a little bit. So, um, it worked out for me. And then I'm actually now doing something that I really fucking love doing. Yeah. Um, And I hate that it took me so long to understand that. Yeah. And um, also, I don't know if I brought it up, but I was actually supposed to start my career last year. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, I had um, broke my foot a couple of days before I was supposed to start my job. Um, and I had lost that job. And, um, you know, you get setbacks, but it's fine. You yeah. know, um, but it took me a little bit to understand that. I was real depressed for a while. Yeah. Um, I was going through a lot. Like, I even moved out um, and stuff like that. So it, it was a lot. Um, and now, you know, I'm not making money right now, you know, but that's, it's going to be rough at the start. Yeah. And, um, I think that's what I was scared for, but now I have more of an understanding that this is how it's going to be. Um, if y'all don't know, it takes up about three to four years to actually build a stable clientele. Yeah. Um, and I don't think a lot of people 
um, a lot of instructors at the school actually tell you that, you know? Especially yeah. high school. They automatically tell you, oh, you can get a job at Sports Clips. <laughs> like, grab the high school. Like, oh, you can get a job at the dry bar. Like, why would you want to do that? Like, yeah, it's something in your career. But it's like, that's not exactly Shoot for what bigger. you want. Yeah, Shoot for always, bigger. Yeah, always. That's like, what I was telling Autumn, you know, um, whenever she was going to open her suite, is that why are you spending so much time and effort in someone else's business but not your own? If you can spend all this time and all this effort into building up someone else's business, then you can do it for yourself too. It's just that it really just takes, it takes a lot of effort. Like, no lie. Real shit, it's fucking hard, okay? Like, it's not just something that's going to happen overnight. Like I said, some weeks you might not have a client. And you have to figure out what you're going to do to pay your rent. Because rent is still going to come through, honey. It's still going to come out your bank account. So... You know, um, at the end of the day, you still got to pay rent or, you know, if you're working for someone, um, you know, the good thing is that you don't have to worry about those things, you know, and you're just you're just going along with the motions. And, um, you know, it's good to start out working for someone because, you know, you get that real world experience. You get to see what it's like, um, the way that other people run their spa um you know the way things function on a day-to-day basis in a a spa or salon environment you know um but you also have to you know if you if that's what you want to do is to be your own business and to be your own entity then do it you know don't let don't let being scared stop you because being being in your comfort zone isn't going to get you success like, yeah. you have to get out of that mindset of, like, being safe all the time because being safe isn't going to get you where you want to be. You're just mm-hmm. you're just going to be in your little comfortable bubble all the time, and that's not how you grow and you learn. You have to get out of that mentality of, like, I'm I'm scared, you know, and it's okay to be scared, but you have to you have to do it. You just yeah. have to take that initiative to to do something to get you to your goal every day like doing even the slightest thing to get there um and you know like i've listened to a lot of podcasts and a lot of people tell you you know if you're thinking about getting a salon don't do it and i'm like no i don't agree with that at all like i think that if you want to do it if you want to um you know if that's your goal then do it like what's stopping you Mm -hmm. that you're scared to fail like you don't know if you're gonna fail until you really try and if you're really putting in as much effort into it as you should be then you're gonna succeed um you know you just have to find your niche and your thing that makes you shine and you know i had to learn that the hard way because you know i haven't mentioned this but i am skin care body contouring uh, specialist so like all I really focus on is skin care and body treatment um, and I do some waxing as well but um, lately I've been doing more waxing I guess but what I focus on mostly is skin so skin all over the body um, and then you know um, also like body procedures non invasive body procedures um, like uh, cavitation um, fat burn um, skin tightening uh, breast and butt enhancement things like that so um and we'll talk about your niche um maybe in a different one but yeah like i used to think i used to want to be that one-stop shop and i changed my mind a lot like the way that i i think about that at least because uh you yes it's kind of cool being a one-stop shop but you can't be and i hated hearing this like at the beginning but you can't be the best at everything like yeah and you know at the end of the day um whenever you focus on one thing or two things or whatever you can be really really good at those one or two things Mm -hmm. instead of having 10 different things that you do and that used to be me and I used to like it but now I've like like I've taken off doing lashes because in reality i hate doing lashes i don't it's not for me and there are people that are really fantastic at doing them so i'm like why am i taking up you know someone else's shine when like and you know it could be the same for someone else that just does lashes and you know and this is how you support one another too is you know um i don't do lashes anymore but if someone were to ask me i'm gonna send them all the lash texts that i know are great 
um, and help them out because why, like, why be ugly, you know? Yeah. Like, you should want to support your fellow um, beauty industry peeps. And, you know, and also, like, that's why we're making this and talking about Mm -hmm. this stuff is because, you know, we're not trying to hide anything. We're trying to be real about it. And at the end of the day, like, this is raw and real and true. So, yeah, you know, but yeah, so. No, I, um, I love everything that you said, honestly, like everything was, has been true. Um, and yeah, like overall, this industry is not easy. Yeah. And it's um, not for everyone. And it's not for everyone. There's some people that I've gone to school with that aren't doing anything with their life. Same. No. You know? A lot, like, basically, like, 90% of the people I went to school with yeah. are not doing anything. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie. I was one of those people. Like, yeah, I had my license for a full year, and I was still working retail. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a lot. But it's okay to start at the bottom for a little bit. Yeah. And, you And know, build your way up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. And we could definitely talk more about that, like about sweets and business and running a business. That's basically what this podcast is going to be about. It's like anything that you guys like need to know and stuff that we wish that we had when we were younger or even like we're still young now, you know, we're still going through it, you know, we're going through it every day. Yeah. And that's why we decided to make this podcast because we feel like there's not enough people out there talking about exactly yes. what we're going through or what people are going through because there's people part going through worse right now yeah. than what we're going through. You know, there's part of people who are infected really bad. Yes, by the, by the, the COVID. Yeah. Yes. Like, and their businesses are gone. Like, you know, like there is so much going on right now and it's also affected us. Like Jennifer was closed for like almost like three months three months yeah you know i was had no job you know yeah so you know and we're still going through it you know yeah and honestly. we could definitely have an episode about covid and yeah yeah <laughs> and all of our procedures and stuff autumn opened up her her place during covid so you know she'll probably have something yeah to it's that, but... very um different um but um we, like i said we could definitely talk about it on a different yeah episode but so i think we're over time like yes i time. know we're so over time we'll probably have to edit this later i'm just kidding <laughs> no yeah so we're but, trying to do raw unedited so like if we're dumb and are we just babble on or something like we're just trying to leave it raw and edit unedited yeah. as possible yeah and see how y'all um, like it so but we hope you guys enjoy this podcast um and um sorry we went over time but this will probably be the only long one um, and then we'll probably stick to around 45 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes. So um, thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye.